Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Unwind with Evie. This week's episode is quite interesting and I do apologize for missing last week. I um I lost my voice so I wasn't able to record, but I'm back this week and I promise you this book is to die for. <laughs> so this week we are focusing on Awkward. It is a series written by Avery Flynn and it is um, under the series Ice Nights. This is book two. The release date was October 14, 2019, and it is a hot romantic comedy. <laughs> so just to get y'all familiar with some of the names you'll be hearing, you will definitely be hearing about Tess. She is the main character. There is Cole. He is also one of them. <laughs> and her friends are also in the mix. Today's wine is Ban Rock Station. It's a pink Moscato and it's from Riverdale, South Australia. It has a fresh floral aromatic note with a touch of sherbet and musk. It's best served cold and at the end of the podcast I will be letting you know what I think of this wine along with the rating out of 10. So a little backstory into this book. Tess is a florist and she's a little bit out there. She's like eccentric. She's very smart and tend to spew random facts when she's nervous. She grew up being moved around a lot from relative to relative because her mom wasn't ready to be a mother to her, she would be shifted around until the next family member became tired of her. She grew insecure and felt like she was unwanted and often saw herself as a burden because of that. She got involved with an ice night hockey player and all hell breaks loose, I kid you not. Let's get into the book. You're gonna hear me use some references like Thor lookalike, aka not Thor. And one of the cutest main character, which you will hear a lot about, is Connor. And he is the cat. And of course, not forgetting Tess. So getting into this, the book starts off with Tess sitting at a bar at her best friend's rehearsal dinner party. Like she's there alone because she's like the only single one out of her friends. Beside her were like a group of people playing some trivia games. She was like just sitting there. I, I mean, you know when you're just sitting there and you're bored and you're like just thinking of random things or your mind wanders or like you're you're paying attention to your surroundings a little bit more because you really don't have anything else to do. That's what she was doing. As they were like doing the trivia game, she was watching them and answering questions in her head. Well, at least that's what she thought. There was one question asked by one of the hockey players. Tess gave the answer, causing everyone to like look in her direction. She was also roped into playing the game because of this. Cole is the one who she refers to as not Thor. 
because he was like a hunky Thor lookalike. And if you don't know who that's referencing, go Google it. It's Chris Hemsworth. Also, if you don't know who Chris Hemsworth is, I don't know if I should be commending you for not knowing or feel real bad that you've been deprived. Anyways, I am getting off topic here. <laughs> so he suggests that Test and him should go against the rest of the group and the loser would foot the bar tab for the weekend. Him and Tess were like on a roll answering the questions. I kid you not, like they were just going ham question after question after question until eventually the opposing team got their question incorrect and Tess had the brilliant idea. Uh, she somehow convinces Mr. Not Thor to take an L because he makes more than the rookies do. To his surprise, he agrees. If you want to know how they lost, I advise you, go read the book. Trust me, you'll laugh your ass off when you find out what she did. Moving past the trivia game, sparks began to fly between Tess and Cole and they were like very electric. They moved away from the group so they could like talk a little bit in the conservatory. And well, let me tell you, it went from sparks to an entire damn thunderstorm all pun intended. She wakes up in an unfamiliar place with a breathing pillow. Okay, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just being a little bit dramatic. But she does wake up next to him and things went from blissful to a slap in the face. This guy called her by his ex's name. I mean, I can't imagine waking up next to someone and they call me by their ex's name. That would make me feel like shit, but he did. And let me tell you, homegirl gets out of the bed and starts looking for her clothes. She tries to cover herself up with her sheet until she realized that she was late for hair and makeup. She aborts mission, drops the cover of the sheet, and starts to frantically grab her stuff. While she was heading to the room where the bridesmaid were getting dressed, she was worried about how to keep them from interrogating her. But she was lucky. They had to get ready for the ceremony. After the ceremony, they were ready to party. Cole's team have been trying to convince him it's time to move on from his ex, who might I add was also there with her new man. They were trying to force him to catch the gardener. <laughs> Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. You know that thing that the bride puts on her leg and like her husband goes under her dress and pulls it down her leg? Yeah, they were trying to get him to catch that. What ended up happening was he was like, you guys can force me to catch it, but I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to roll my eyes and cross my hands. <laughs> unbeknownst to him they knew he wasn't gonna catch it so they weren't concerned with him at all they were more concerned about getting people around him to catch it for him needless to say this caught him by surprise homeboy went into full hockey mode he was thinking about ways to block the others from catching it so that they wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, he started formulating a plan. 
I won't give away too much info about how that went, but let's just say that not Thor was not happy. The night progressed and he ends up dancing with Tess. And let me tell you, she is a straight shooter. She did not beat around the bush when asking about his ex. She also told him not to worry that they've gotten wedding. If you don't know what the book refers to when it says that, it's just basic two single individuals hooking up at a wedding because of all the emotion that's in the air. All the while, he was picking up on little details like her eyes being two different color, one being brown, one being blue. He also was curious about other random facts that she may know and he was actually looking forward to finding out. That's until he realized that he might not ever see her again. And here's where things get interesting. It's a month or so later and well, let's just say Aunt Flo was a little bit late. <laughs> she was thinking like it might be because of stress that she's been under from the business and like her asshole of a landlord who by the way was her uncle. But regardless, she didn't really think much of it, but she still decided to take a pregnancy test. And lo and behold, the test was positive. She went through all the range of emotions. She was questioning what her choices were, whether she would be a good mother. She decided she wanted to keep the baby since she always dreamed of having a family of her own. The only thing that stopped her in her tracks was how was she gonna break the news to Cole? She met up with her girls for, you know, their weekly paint and sip. She decided she was gonna tell them eventually, but she wasn't ready. But we all know that life happens and things don't always go how we want them to. And the same thing happened for Tess. She turned down wine that Gina offered her and Gina made a joke about it saying the only time you would decline wine from a supermarket, top shelf supermarket, was if you were pregnant. And instinctively, her hand went to her tummy. Needless to say, her friends were shocked. But the rest of the class, well, they, they were excited. But her friends were in shock. <laughs> She started throwing random facts at her friends the minute they were curious about the father because, you know, everybody has their coping mechanism for when they're under a lot of stress. Some people will do, you know, random facts. Some people would go into a shell. Some people would go down into their phones. Some people would just walk away. Everybody has their own way of dealing with this. This was her way of dealing with that. But you know what? They were like a dog with a bone and they stuck to their guns until eventually she gave in and told them that Cole was the father. What What's the funny thing about this is how how could she get pregnant if, you know, they used condoms? They had three packs of condoms that they used and she still got pregnant, right? But stick with me because I promise when you find out the reason the condoms didn't work, you'll be shocked. Gina, she's definitely a ride or die. She reminded me of my friend Danica and she was ready to hold Cole at gunpoint and find out his intentions. But 
Tess made it clear that she needed to talk to him alone. She needed to do this on her own. All she needed was his address and your girl Lucy was on it. She got that snap and sent it to Tess and everything was taken care of. All she had to do now was go face him and break the news. Tess showed up at his address. She was in a, a cute little buggy car with lashes longer than mine, sad to say. <laughs> she went, she rang the doorbell twice and left because there were no answers. She was heading back to her car, getting ready to drive away when he called out to her and runs towards the car. He squeezed himself into the passenger seat. I don't, I don't know how that big of a guy can fit into a buggy, but he did it. He squeezes himself in the passenger seat and as soon as he sits, she quietly blurted out random pregnancy facts. He thought it was just nerves, but boy was he in for a surprise. The awkward part was when she told him she was pregnant and he says congrats. When she stayed silent, he realized that he was the dad. Can I tell you that this guy started to freak out? He started saying that they used condoms, but y'all, it turned out that the condoms were just a prank by his teammates. They handed out expired condoms at a wedding ceremony expired condoms who does that but they did and well that's how they got themselves into that predicament things get very interesting from here he ends up telling her that regardless of what choices she makes he will support her he starts going through his head thinking that Maybe she wanted money, but then he's like, no, she's not that type of person. And then he tells her he will support her regardless. He started stating facts like getting a lawyer involved, abortion, those type of stuff. She immediately shuts him down and tells him he can be in the baby's life as much as he wants to. He does not need to like worry about it. They will figure something out on their own. He starts thinking back about his childhood and how he was raised. He wanted to be more involved in the child's life, not just a show up when you want. And you know, he wanted to be a father, not just a daddy. She agrees. He goes back into his home. She goes back to her home. He has a meet up with his guys. They, they talk about the whole situation and that's how he found out about the expired condoms. The entire time that he He's talking with his guys it did not dawn on him to mention this to his ex-girlfriend who he planned on spending the rest of his life with he was just thinking about the whole situation how it happened how Tess felt and all that we're gonna move the story along a little bit I can't give y'all too much details because I do want y'all to go read the book Tess ends up going home she and her cat Connor, cute little minion, was there and she finds out that her apartment had a leak. Her apartment and her store are in the same building. Her uncle runs this building. She calls her uncle. He does not pick up. She calls him again. She lets him know what's going on and the fact that the roof is leaking. He then tells her that she's gonna have to find somewhere to go because... He needed to fix it and it will take a couple of weeks. This man deserves to burn in hell. He deserves to. How can you be so mean to your own blood and flesh? I don't know. 
but he was. She then gives him the idea that she can just stay in the store and sleep on the couch. He then proceeds to tell her that she can't do that because he doesn't want to get into trouble with the city and he already has somebody lined up to buy the building and he didn't want to jeopardize that. This is your niece. Regardless of what her mother did in the past, this is your niece. She didn't have anywhere to go. She didn't know what to do. She was contemplating spending the night at a motel. She ended up calling her friend, decided that she was gonna stay at their place until the building got fixed. Now, her friend's husband had other ideas. He decided to tell them he would be over with help, not to help, with help, to which he dragged Cole along with him while, by the way, drilling him about the fact that he's letting the mother of his child stay with her friend when he has a whole big ass mansion and he did not let loose. He laid it on thick to the point where Cole started to feel guilty. He was thinking about how her living space didn't fit into his space and how disorganized her space looked compared to him and how colorful her stuff was compared to his. He, he just immediately went to, you know, the OCD aspect of it. Eventually, he agrees. He did not want the cat there, but I mean, she gave him the puppy dog eyes and he couldn't help it. So Connor ended up coming with them, gave him a few bites, which he was right to do. They moved in to Cole's house temporarily. The next morning, Tess woke up a little early. She went to the kitchen. She grabbed herself some toast and tea and she went back to the bedroom left her door open a little bit and Connor sneaked out. He had some little jam on his paw. Imagine, like he trailed it right to Cole's room. Cole was, to say the least, livid. She ends up going to get Connor off of Cole's face. He wasn't too happy to be removed. He kind of tangled himself up there and they woke Cole up because of that. Progressing into the book, her and Cole develop a really, really strong relationship. I can't even pinpoint a favorite moment because I have so many. I have so many favorite moments in that book. As they got to know each other more, they ended up having sex several times, might I add, and it's hot and steamy sex too. They ended up growing closer. She made some French toast. He has a cinnamon allergy. She did not notice. She gave him a piece of her French toast and he then has a reaction because of it. He was put on timeout and ended up having a few days off. During this time, this is one of my favorite moments by the way, she gets a call from her delivery guy. She is out of a delivery person to deliver her flowers. She is, and she's trying to figure out a way on how to make it work. He hears this and decided that he was gonna help her out. Puts on a ball cap, tries to disguise himself, and helps her deliver the flowers. He was spotted all around town delivering flowers, and it 
blew up. They were like, who's the mystery woman? Everybody got in their business. And that was one of my favorite moments from the book because that was one of the moments that drew them closer. There's also a moment where they played hide and seek with a Bigfoot painting because she put it on top of his fireplace and he was like, mm -mm, this don't belong here. He moved it to her room. She moved it back to the pantry. They kept putting it in places where the other would least expect it. It turned into a cute game of hide and seek. My other favorite moment was when they went to that party together, that dress up party. But that's also one of the moments where things started to go downhill. Where things really began to take a turn for the worse was when he had a hockey game. She was sitting with her friends who were also hockey wives or girlfriend. Cole took a hard hit to which he went down really hard. She got worried for him. They took him off the ice, carried him to the back room where he would have to see a doctor. She got off the stand, went to that back room to try and see if he was okay. Only to be met with the ex-girlfriend being there all cozied up. Cole was worried about her, but she took it wrong and she thought that something was going on. I don't want to tell y'all what happened, but y'all is so sad. It's so sad because imagine you see the character building up how close they grew with each other to have something like this happen. I ain't gonna tell you though. Read the book. So I want to close it off by saying eventually they make up. This book taught me that no matter how much you think that you're a creature of habit, no matter how much you think that you can't change your ways or no matter how much you decide that you want to stick to one person, one, you can't, well, you can choose who you love, but when the heart wants it, the heart wants it and the heart wanted tests. Let me just say that. Two, if somebody truly loves you, they will change for you. They will adapt themselves for you. They will compromise for you. And it would be a healthy relationship. And three, for God's sake, be straight up with what you want. <laughs> we don't need beating around the bushes here. We're all adults. <laughs> with that being said, as promised, I'm going to give my rating for Bangkok Station. This wine definitely is going on my favorite list. It is a nine out of 10. It's sweet, but it's not overly sweet, not overpowering either. It's very refreshing and the price point, very affordable. I would suggest this for like a girl's night if you're looking for something on the lighter side and something that is not so pricey. Uh, again, I am in Canada. I did get my wine from LCBO, but you can definitely check your local wine stores to see if they might have them or your local liquor store to see if they might have them. Definitely recommend it. You guys have yourself a great night and next week's book will be Siren's Test by Jessica Cage. I hope to see you guys next week and uh, a little later on in the week, I will be adding a special thing to this podcast. So do stay tuned for that and be sure to listen out for that.
It was a pleasure keeping company with you guys tonight and do have yourself a great evening.